I'm Jeff Gutella. This is the Land Academy Show. Today, I'm here with Carl Lathis. You may know him as the Land Academy Ambassador. He and his wife, Samantha, have been with us now, geez, since Career Path for, I guess, over two years. Mm-hmm. He happened to be in town. Uh, his wife's in town, too. In fact, Jill's recording with her uh, as we speak. Probably going to air on different Wednesdays. We'll see how it goes. But what I'm super intrigued with, and I guess we've been talking about all kinds of other stuff except work. What I'm intrigued <laughs> with is, you know, what? How, how did this make? How did you guys make this work for you, or was it just a natural thing? Or everybody wants to know what the secret is. I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, you know. Um, but I mean, I say discipline has a lot to do with it. Uh, Smith and I are very disciplined when it comes to this business. Um, this is this is a great business. Jack has set this up for us. And we've learned from his teachings and through Land Academy, through Career Path, we did all that. But we've, but most importantly, is we've taken those things that we've learned and we've actually applied them, and we've been disciplined with them. Uh, we consistently, we consistently send out mail when we say we're going to send out mail. We consistently answer our phone when we're going to answer our phone. We do what we say we're going to do. Um, we've learned all the subtle nuances that make this business profitable and doable and easy, and we focus on those and. Um, we don't get distracted very often from those. So I think our discipline towards this craft, towards towards investing in land and towards building this business has really been pivotal for us. I mean, you came to this with uh, entrepreneurial experience and corporate experience under your belt already, right? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I started my construction company. Um, I own a construct- construction company. I started that when I was 25 years old. Um, and we built that business. I've said it a million times. But you know, when I started that business, I couldn't afford extension courts. We couldn't afford to make a singular mistake. And um, we built that business from the ground up. And it's been great. Uh, after that, we you know moved into real estate buying and selling houses flips you name it the nightmares that that go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well i'm not doing flips anymore i tell you that <laughs> um we you know we made money there's money to be made yeah, there i know sure. you guys made money doing it too but i don't yeah. see you guys doing very many flips I, either i choose life yeah right <laughs> but um you know we built a rental portfolio that we're proud of and we still do own and operate um but when we really did come across this land uh, and how this business works. It just really, it resonated with us, uh, the data aspect of things. Um, Samantha is just, as you know, just wonderful at that. Yeah. Um, I have so much faith in the way she aggregates our data and the way that she sends out our mailers. I have so much faith in that process uh, that it really helps me do what I have to do uh, because I do a lot of what Jill does. You know, I answer the phones and I I, I use that uh, on that part of the business. And uh, it's nice to have faith in my partner who is really getting out the mail so consistently and I have faith in what she says we could pay for the property. I know, you know, that that's somewhere where we need to be. I don't think it's any surprise to anybody that we have a ton of married people, married couples like uh, Carl and Sam and obviously Jill and I in our group. You know, it just, I can't imagine doing it. Well, I did this for a really long time for decades without Jill and it was a whole different, just, well, you probably run, do you run your construction company by yourself entirely or does she help you there too? She does the books. <laughs> uh, the construction Probably company. why you're still in business. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know what I do. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I. Uh, um, well, that's the thing about this business is that you, you know it. You know, you've done the same thing with Jill is that, you know, you can really work together with your team and your business um, and you can build it 
based off of really the roadmap that you provided um, with that construction company, with doing these other businesses, you don't always have that roadmap and there's not always room for for somebody else. The way my construction company works is I need to be in charge. I am the person in charge. Um, ask me if I'm in charge of our <laughs> land business. There's a little bit of a different story there. I'm not either. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, this business is set up for this, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's set up for exactly who we are. Um, we're very ambitious. We're very much go-getting, but we're also, you know, Samantha's extremely intelligent and she's able to really do that part of the job so much better than, you know, I could ever do. So, you know, why would I? I've long said that these roles choose us. We don't choose them. You know, I'm, I didn't choose to, I didn't set out to be the data person. It's just how, who I am and that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're having a blast with it still. What did give us some numbers? Like what are you just ballpark success numbers, year one, year two kind of thing? Well, um, that's, you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, let's, uh, let's, I can tell you what I told, uh, we were discussing <laughs> earlier about that, uh, uh, the minor split that we had just done. Yeah. Right. So Samantha and I purchased, I, you know, I'm comfortable giving you the real numbers on that. We've, uh, uh we purchased the property. Um, it was for a hundred thousand dollars. And we went through the process um, using Jack's transaction coordinator uh, to help us through the process of, of, of minor splitting the property. So we split that property from one APN to four APNs. Um, and at that rate, um, we're selling all four APN, each each APN for around $100,000. So, so buy for 100, sell for 400. Exactly. Wow. And uh, we're, we're pleased with that. <laughs> and, you know, and that's not every deal is like that. That's, you know, that's the truth. And that's something I do want to stress is, you know, we do, you know, we buy for at times we buy for five and sell for 25 and things of that nature. Um, But the reason we're playing this game is so that we can do things like buy for 100, sell for 400, because that's really what gets your blood going. I mean, you send a bunch of mail out. The real truth is, and you know this, unless, you know, maybe you have a different experience, but you send a bunch of mail out, it all comes back and and you're staring at five, 10, 15 deals from the the mailer. You're going to choose... You know, what we do is we, we look at the deal and we decide based on a piece of real estate. We didn't send it out with intent. We just sent it out to get some deal flow. And when it comes back, you decide what you're going to do. There might be $15,000 margin in a deal. It might be conducive to a minor split or just a regular flip. Or you might just throw it in the trash can right there. You know, and the numbers really vary. Play the cards you're dealt, right? Um, we did run into that this year, um, actually. For whatever reason, um, we had taken the stance that, hey, we're going to start doing bigger deals, bigger deals, larger dollar amounts, um, you know, and that was our stance. And that's how the beginning of the year started out for us. And that was great. Um, but for whatever reason, and I, you know, I, I can't explain exactly why, but the deals that had started coming to us about middle of the year were in the five, six thousand dollar acquisition price. Wow. And and they were able to sell for. 25, 30, 35,000, right? So we weren't, we don't take, we're very against making our mailer smaller, right? So when there are $5,000 offers in that, data set samantha's leaving them in there but yeah. she's going to make sure that it's going to be something that's going to make sense for us when she's going through and doing her test for a reason she wants to know that hey if this comes across our desk would we still do it no we don't want five thousand dollar properties at our point in our career but if we do we want to make it profitable right and so she i trust what she does so when i get these 
deals that come across my desk, we inevitably purchase them. And, you know, I'm not going to pass that up. We're, we, we play the cards that were dealt because of that. And, um, and, you know, we had a great year, a wonderful year. Um, but it, the beginning of the year, larger properties. At the end of the year, yeah. larger properties. Yeah. For some reason, right in the center of it, uh, we were just hit by you know these smaller properties. But you know we did great, and I'm not complaining about it. It was wonderful. Every time I have to systematize everything. Every time I do a deal, I multiply it times twelve. So on your yeah. uh, minor split deal, buy for a hundred, sell for four hundred. You made three hundred grand. You do ten of those, you're gonna make three million bucks. <laughs> if you can do that in a year. That's spectacular. It usually doesn't happen that way. But if you do, you know, and this is, there's no bad news in any of this. If you buy for five and sell for 25, you're making 20 grand, you do 10 of those uh, or 12 of those, it's, you know, it's a quarter of a million dollars in profit. So right. I'm not here to simplify it. Just like you said, it's not, there's a lot of work that goes into these real estate deals. There's not a lot of work, I don't think, in setting the mailer up, setting the systems up and getting the mail out there and getting the deal flow in. Uh, but there is a lot of work. It seems like more and more with the, as time goes on and getting these deals done. Are you guys seeing that with, with, with title companies and real estate agents on the sell side and all that stuff? I think getting the deals done, we're not seeing it in our business. Um, we're blessed. We're a part of, you know, Land Academy and we, um, we, uh, use Jack's transaction coordinator to close our deals, um, and through Land Academy Pro. But what we don't, um, so we don't really struggle with closing the deal because honestly, that's 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 a system that we have in place for that. Um, but we do, Samantha and I do see members and we help members out often. Oh, and yeah, and sure. we, we do see that happening. Um, deals not getting to the finish line. And that's, like I said at the beginning, discipline where it's important. If you don't have a transaction coordinator and you have to be your own transaction coordinator, that's fine. But you need to make sure... Um, you're following up and you're making those phone calls and you're making sure these deals close because there's a lot of these deals that we've come across that if it wasn't for either our due diligence or Jan's due diligence and moving forward and continue to follow up with sellers and continue to follow up with title agencies that these deals would fall apart and they're profitable deals and there's money to be had there. Um, yeah. So that's important. You know, you were, we were talking earlier, just horse around, not even talking about business really, but you said you get up at around four o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. So what's a regular day for you? What's a regular day for you and Samantha and your whole family? Well, <laughs> so I, I wake up early. Um, I've just always been that way. Um, I usually wake up for 4.30 and I have to run my construction company and that's really when I do that. Uh, I set up everything. I set up all my systems and get everything ready for that. Uh, I'm usually down in my office working for those hours because quite frankly, um, any phone call that's coming through from the land company at four in the morning, <laughs> Pat Live can handle it for me. <laughs> um, but um, just those are typically, I found that those are the calls that don't really um need my attention so um around you know mid-morning around 7 7 7 30 is really when i switch my focus um and we start focusing on the land company and uh, you know i'm a little ashamed to say it but i don't really spend that much time on the land yeah, company neither do i and um i answer phone calls you know and um and we you know I, we make sure everything's uploaded into our crm and we make sure everything's in line but realistically when you have systems in place you can really see what needs to be done in that day and very rarely does that day extend very far into my day yeah. so most days you know samantha and i are done well before well before you know three o'clock <laughs> I just think that's a, a trait for an entrepreneur and somebody who is a systems person. I'm sure you are. You know, yeah. we I spend 90% of my time on Land Academy or on uh, 
the mailing company offers owners and maybe 10% probably end up in the bitter end, 5% of my work hours uh, on buying and selling land or whatever we're buying, mobile homes or houses or whatever. So, yeah, you know, Jill and I have been saying this forever. If we only spent time buying and selling land, if that's all we did, <laughs> oh my God our numbers would be staggering and they're and they're pretty good now so it, i just what i hear you say is it all comes down to time management and organization and consistency yeah you know honestly i'm i bet you're more consistent than i am i i don't get up at the same time every morning and do the same thing i do what's in my calendar because i set it up that way <laughs> but it's not the same thing over and over again at all I'm just, I've been a man of habits my whole life. That's how that's I really am. Good. <laughs> that's how I've always been. And Samantha, she, I mean, she has her mailer Mondays. She makes sure she gets a mailer out every Monday. That's what we do. Wow. And, um, and I think that that consistency, a lot of times I do, I see a lot of, a lot of members of land Academy, um, being like, Hey, I'm going to send out this mail. I'm going to receive those phone calls. I'm going to buy this property. I'm going to close on it then i'm going to list it and when i sell that property i'm going to send out my next piece of mail um that just doesn't work it doesn't work for me on a personal level but it doesn't work as a business is this business i can't stress it enough how cons how important it is to consistently send mail when that mm -hmm. phone is consistently ringing you're consistently you're in a pattern when my phone rings every single day i'm in that pattern and i i i, I receive those calls better and i I move forward better. The business continues to move forward better. When she's Smith's consistently sending out that mail, it, it changes everything. We've done, we've had times where we said, Hey, let's just take a couple of weeks off and not, and not send mail. And yes, we've survived and we've done great, but I can tell you the business does, it feels more clunky. I get in a, in a rhythm and I continue to move yeah. and it really, it really does well for us. You know, when you, when you get that like that, when you, when you are relatively consistent, and it stops for whatever reason. I don't care if you go on vacation or some life event happens. It just feels like you're all out of whack, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you don't like you. Your body and your mind is trying to set yourself back on that track that it, it was comfortable in. I I wholeheartedly agree. That's why it's it's tough for me to, you know. As much as Smith and I don't live a life that's completely 100% focused on working all the time, we are always yeah. in the saddle, so to speak, yeah. you know? Um, and because when we remove ourselves from that, it's so hard for us to get going. Uh, so yeah, consistency is just so important. So it's no secret that there's just a ridiculous amount of noise about buying and selling land out there on the internet. We yeah. talked about it a little bit earlier, all four of us. And so what we're seeing, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years together with Joe for 15 and then Land Academy is about 10 years old. We're seeing a lot of people um, trying to make a quick buck in this business by uh, explaining to everybody how to buy and sell land just cracks me up a little bit. Yeah. So what the, the effect of that for us is we're seeing a different type of um, person join Land Academy. And so I would love your opinion on this. The person that there there's a section or a subsection of people that are joining Land Academy, they join. Uh, they don't call us to talk to us or our salespeople or anything, but they join, they sign up, and they kind of have the attitude where they say, uh, all right, make me some money. <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't even know what to say to that, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, that's the, you're gonna find those people in life, right? Um, and here's the thing is, the reason people are joining Land Academy, the, right, the reason the right people are joining Land Academy and finding us and not finding those other groups is because we're serious about this. And, and that's not a serious way to go about a business. No, and, and that's, and you, 
as much as we joke around, like we've, we've spent the last what, three or four hours together just, just talking and we are joking around having a great time. And that, there's a time and a place for that, right? <laughs> yeah. And when it comes to business, we're very serious about it. Um, and I think that, you know, when you take a look at the, the track record of who Land Academy is, who you are and who Jill is about, you know, about how this has been built, it, it speaks for itself. And I think that's the members we're trying to attract. But at the same time, you know, you have everyone out there, whatever business you're in, you need to take it seriously. It's okay to have, you know, to joke around and do whatever, but like no one's going to go out there and do it for you in life, in anything. you got to go out there and yeah. do it yourself. And, and that's something that, you know, we've attempted to do in our lives. And I feel success has been followed by that. You know, uh, no one's, no one cares about you. You know, it's like, you know, when you say, Hey, come, Hey, Carl, make me a million dollars. I say, okay, cool. You know, <laughs> I just don't know what to say to that. I can but, tell you exactly step-by-step step how to do that. I'm just not going to do it for you. I absolutely. could do it for you, but I'd rather do it for myself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and that's, it's Yeah. <laughs> But we do see that. I have seen that. And I'm sure you've seen that when people are saying, hey, how come I'm not making any money? And you start, you ask three, four questions. Just and really just one. One. How yeah. many mailers have you done? Well, I haven't done one yet. Yeah. And that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, or what is your routine? How do you, you know, what's your intake like? What is, you know, a few simple questions, you know. If you're serious about this business, be serious about it. Go through the modules that Jack provided for you. Go through as much education as you can. Surround yourself with people who are successful and people who are motivated. And you'll see that not a single one of them is going to ask you, hey, can you make me a million dollars? No, they're going to go out and they're going to do it. Yep. And and this group here is, you know, we have pretty great group here and there's a lot of information out there. If you are not going to educate yourself and be a part of it and, and help yourself, no one could help you. Yeah. I mean, it's self-study. The, the primary there's a Land Academy. This is, I'm not I'm not selling anything here at all. The Land Academy caters to a lot diff, a lot of different levels of commitment. Let's call it. Yeah. And the self-study program, which is our most popular, is probably because it's the cheapest, has the lowest success rate. The highest success rate comes from a program we have called Career Path. Yeah. In fact, that's how I think you started, didn't you start? Didn't yeah. you, you know what? Tell that story. That's a good story. Well, um, it circles back a little bit further than before I joined. Uh, I met a, a member uh, who's been a longtime friend of mine. I was calling Mike for now. I'm not sure how much uh, he wants his <laughs> name blown out there. But Mike, um, you guys were at starting the career path. It was an early, earlier career path. And um, he knew Smith and I, and we'd been investing for a while. We hadn't done a land deal, but we'd done lots of real estate deals and he approached us and said hey you're perfect for this we didn't even know what land academy was to be honest and um he said you need to do this so we ended up looking into it and he kind of ran through some numbers with us to show us kind of how he'd done it he'd been a member of land academy for quite some time you guys know him pretty well too mm -hmm. and um so what we ended up doing was you said okay if we're going to do this we're going to sign up for career path um and we did which was pretty funny because we had to do an onboarding interview and all that, you know, and in the questions were like, so how many land deals have you done? How many mailers have you done? And I was like, none, zero, zero, but, <laughs> but we, we're going to do this. Okay. <laughs> and I'm thank God you guys took a flyer and let us do that. Cause not everyone is allotted who wants to join career path. Career path is set aside for people who want to elevate their business and who want to continue to, you know, to grow. There's not going to be a person who joins career path who says, okay, now I'm in career path, make me a million dollars. These are business people people who understand how to make 
themselves a million dollars. And um, so, yeah, we started our career path journey and we started our land academy journey at the same time we started career path. And we really haven't looked back since Samantha quit her job less than six months after we joined career path. And it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't just a, a standard job. She was a pretty important uh, individual in her in her career. Like what, where was the thought process there? What, was there a, a series of deals that just convinced you guys like, you obviously had to go through some type of uh, a set of experiences that led you both to say, especially for her uh, quitting that in a pretty amazing job. Two intelligent people are making an, uh, an intelligent decision to give up a huge revenue stream. Like, lead us up to that. <laughs> yeah. or, or do you regret it? <laughs> yeah, worst mistake. No. Worst mistake we ever made. No. It was, it, it is honestly, you know, to, 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 to get in front of it, it is the best decision we've ever made. Um, but it's not the decision for everyone. We didn't make the decision out of necessity. We made the decision after we had evaluated everything. Uh, we had gone through career path. During career path, we sent out a mailer. During career path, we purchased a property. And shortly after that, we had sold that property for around $140,000 in net profit. Wow. And um, That's and we, not normal. It's, it's not normal. <laughs> And then at that point, we had uh, several other properties in escrow on the purchase side um, as well. And we decided and we took a look at it and we realized what what a lot of members, what you've realized, what Jill realized that, hey, this works. There's no doubt about it. You know, I remember the first when I first started this everyone kind of has that thought and we don't really get that question that much anymore um, as things have progressed but people ask does this really work yeah and proof of concept proof of concept you guys you proved the concept to yourselves yeah you know not you didn't watch somebody else do it like us or anybody else a hundred percent and we proved the concept and we really realized that hey this is something that we are good at uh, you know there's we I, I will say that we have natural ability to, to, to navigate this specific business we're, we're, we're set up for it for whatever reason we're blessed for that and we also put ourselves in a position where we can cultivate our abilities to, to increase what we're able capable of you know achieving and we realized that you know when selling that first property it was like there's no reason for you to continue down this w2 job to continue to travel to work to continue to do all these things that we took we weighed the negatives and the positives and there wasn't very many um things that held us back um other than you know samantha's a cpa uh which is a you know difficult to achieve that was our big that was our big holding ground i was like man you know she she spent a long time moving down that path and she's done very great with it already and she was moving up the corporate ladder faster than we could ever imagine but you know now she's the boss yeah (laughs) so um so it's it it was a an unusual path you know um but we proved the concept to ourselves and we knew that that's what we were going to do um and realistically it's you know the best decision i think we've ever made did it ever cross your mind you know closing those original deals that it was a fluke (laughs) and that you know because i've had this happen before we close a few great deals right in a row and i'm like wow i'm not sure we're going to repeat that and then it happens six months later so did it did you have that talk with her? Like this might have been just a weird, strange experience, and how are we ever going to get back? No, I, I understand that thought process. Um, I think you even said it to me though before. Is you know if you continue 
to to produce and now this is this is fast forwarding a little bit but if you're able to continually do something and be successful at it for two years you have a yeah. successful business right for sure i've had my fair share of struggles i've had my through business and i've have had to fight claw and move my way forward through businesses before and i saw how ridiculously easy that was and even if it wasn't a fluke and i can make a tenth of what i made there consistently it would make sense and it just made so much sense for me because it's like this works i know that i'm in a community right now i open up discord and scroll to success stories and then reach out to those people and say hey can you tell me a little bit more i guarantee you that they're going to respond to you and help you and talk with you um and and i did some of that you know i reached out to people in my career path i reached out to other people and just said hey how is this going? And you had Mike helping you too. You were probably asking Mike questions too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And Mike, yeah, Mike's been a resource and we love Mike. He's been great for us. And, and we just, we immersed ourselves into it. And at that point it was like, this is, even if it, even if no deal ever becomes as good as our first deal, which is a crazy first deal to be able to have, um, it's still going to work. And I, I know that. What are you working on now? Do you have any, any, uh, anything that's just come across in, through the pipeline really recently that you're excited about? <laughs> well, was excited about was one, <laughs> um, but we've moved on from that. So we purchased a property and um, we kind of took our backing up when I say staying focused. This is why you don't move down the path that we all end up moving down, uh, just thinking about it at least. And we purchased a property for. It was around $30,000 and it was a commercial property. Um, and we ended up just, you know, on a, on a whim called the, the county and was, you know, well, we usually call the county and just asked them what we can do with the property. And one of the things they listed off was boat storage. And they said that like, yeah, because they want boats. Oh, because they, they want it. They want it. It's on a lake right next to the lake and they're out of boat storage and it's a small community not a specific zoning for that is there they just no she started rattling off she said the zoning and she started rattling off and the first thing she said was boat storage and i said boat storage sounds cool hell yes (laughs) and so we started moving down that path and um we realized that the return on our investment wasn't where we wanted it to be with with building facility like this and so we were really excited about that and now we're even now we're excited because we're listing that property for 150,000 there you go and that's uh, the return on investment you want that's the return on the investment <laughs> we want so um, that should be listed any day now but it just uh, it's just funny because you know you it, it is easy in this business to get distracted and start saying hey maybe I'm gonna start a boat storage company and now I'm oh, thinking man. I don't have time for that no. I don't feel like doing that I want to no. not start another business right now so um, but yeah that's that was our excitement of, of I think last week should, <laughs> drone photos will be coming in soon so we're going to move on from that boat storage dream. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you really just take a few steps back? Every once in a while, I take a few steps back. And again, I'm not blowing smoke. It's just shocking that you, how much at any given time, how much real estate we control, yeah. you know, and there's people's and people in our groups. Cause I know you you help out with career path now, you and uh, Samantha there. There's a lot of different people that show up for career path that have stories. They all have stories like Carl's got one. I've got one. And what they bring to the table is so very different sometimes yeah. uh, than the way that we do it. Like the, I remember the last career path, we had a guy, a wholesaler in there that would just send out hundreds of thousands of letters at, at a time. And <laughs> he'd mail the entire ass, state at a time. Pass backwards into money, <laughs> you know? And then I saw him in the, uh, 
uh, chime in uh, in the success stories. There's a big run of success stories in this, in the Land Academy Zips uh, Discord because it was the end of the year and or and then the beginning of the year, and so we're all kind of going to try to hit our numbers again this year. So, but he said, you know, it, it didn't he, the year he did not have the year that he wanted to have. Oh, he made a ton of money, tons and tons of money. But I was a little surprised to hear him say that. Uh, after the, the all the stuff that he brought to the table at Career Path, were you surprised? Honestly, no. Um, and the reason why is, you know, we've talked about this before a few times of how important it is for us to control the deals. And I was surprised at how much money he was making. And he's a great guy, and I think he's going to do great. And oh, he's yeah. he's so smart. He's yep. you know, and so motivated. Um, but Jill talks about it all the time. You know, when people say, "Hey, I'm going to wholesale this deal." Jill, she pumps the brakes. Says, "Hey, let's. If this is a good enough deal, let's close on this. Let's 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 make this deal yeah. our own." And his problem specifically, if you really want to get into that on Discord and read it, was that he wasn't able to find a buyer before his contract expired. And if you look at some of the Samantha runs those reports with the days on market going up and down on the trending reports that she does. If you have a contract, if you're not, if you're, if you're confident in the deal, we close on the deal. We buy that deal. If you're not confident on it and you're going to go through a wholesaling situation and days on market, say increase due to maybe something crazy happens, like someone increases the interest rates yeah, or, 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 yeah, or something, ha <laughs> you know, and days on markets jump up. You're now you're going to have a divide. Now you're going to have this situation where you have a property under contract where you don't own it, but you know it's worth $30,000 more than you have it under contract for, but you're not able to quite find that buyer within that short frame of time. Deals can fall apart. And that's why I, I see an issue with that wholesaling model. And the more I get into this business, the more I realize how important it is for us to control every aspect of the deal. And that's why we close on the properties. When we have confidence in them, we close on these properties. That's exactly my point. In a roundabout way, you made uh, my exact point. You know, we're in the business of controlling real estate. There's a lot yeah. of different ways to do that. Wholesaling on property, you know, you can you can get equitable title to a piece of real estate. You make an offer. Uh, the, the offer is accepted. You have 90 days, 30 days to 90 days to actually close on the deal. And in a, in a roundabout kind of seedy uh, way, in my opinion, you go and try to find a buyer and you can't. So how do, do you really control that real estate? I don't think so. Yeah. I, if you really want to control a real estate because you believe in the deal, like this boat storage deal, I'm sure you guys believed in it or you wouldn't have bought it. You just buy the thing. It's not a matter of, yeah. I don't have the money though, Jack. Come on. Uh, there's tons and tons of people, us included, who yeah. have a lot of money and a lot of knowledge in this industry within the Land Academy group that are going to fund your deals. And so I don't understand the wholesaling model. I think I've never done it. I understand that, that you know, that I really think in the end, wholesaling uh, sings to two types of people. There's two things that are really attractive. Number one, you don't have to put any money into it. That innately concerns me. I don't, I don't like to yeah. do things for free. I'm not a person who searches around the internet for two hours to try to find the free version of an app when I can spend three bucks on it. <laughs> I just think free is bad, number one. And number two, I think it, there's, um, there, there are a huge element of investment slash entrepreneur wannabe people that think that you have to halfway or sort of underhandedly accomplish something without doing it above board to make money. There's always been this, this uh, like that, you know, the whole 
uh, organized crime. Oh, those persons, those people are rich because they cheated. That's just not the case. We have, we have a packed group full of really affluent people that have made money in real estate above board. And so it's sad. Yeah. Wholesaling is, is uh, it's just, I would rather do half the deals that I could do if I were a successful wholesaler and actually buy the property and sleep at night and resell it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, back to the boat storage deal. We, you know, we purchased that for $30,000 knowing very well that if we move forward with a boat storage or if we sell the property, which is what we ended up with the direction we ended up going in, we were going to be successful at it because we had confidence in that deal and we controlled every aspect of it. I couldn't imagine if I put that thing under contract and try to list it and just watch that thing fall apart. Well, what you would do is probably try to sell it for 40. <laughs> yeah, right. Buy it for 30 and sell it for 40 yeah. instead of buying it for 30 and selling it for 150. What, oh, yeah. What's going to happen? Because you control it. Because you're not calling the county. You're not doing all that kind of stuff when it comes yeah. to these things. And if you are, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I, I doubt it. Um, yeah, exactly. We own that. We own that property. We, we were able to really own the scenario around it because um, that property wasn't worth what it was worth being sold as a piece of residential raw vacant land as 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 it was perceived because that's not what the city planning had in mind for it and now it's on the radar and that's why yeah. you know we did the leg work on that what's next what do, what do you guys uh what are you trying to improve on in 2024 you know um we're always trying to improve on everything. Um, you know, that's a hard question to throw at me, but <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> what is next for us? We can you talk know. about working with your spouse if you want. Or is that what you're going to work on this year? Yeah, we're going to work on that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, so we're Samantha and I are we're moving into what our third year um, in this land investing business. This is the year that we're really wanting to start to narrow down. Last year, we really narrowed down our processes. We got into the CR. RM, we, uh, you know, Airtable is what we use, any of them, you know, we use, we, we really narrowed down a lot of our processes so they're streamlined and more efficient. And, you know, so moving forward, I'd like to really hammer that out uh, because it is nice to, you know, used to preach about, you know, this is a business that you run from the back of your boat. That resonates with me. Um, yeah. And when you have systems in place, when you have the thing, when you've done the things that you need to do, that's possible and it's not possible to run around like a chicken with your head cut off answering phone calls writing down you know offer id numbers on a piece of paper and then say i'll call john back and put it on a post note it doesn't you can't operate your business from a distance and we really do want to be able to operate our business at, at an arm's length to do quality work but to be able to be consistently you know operating this business at a high level you need to have systems in place and we really want to i yeah. guess test that water a lot more all right so, so you're improving on your systems yeah we're just doing we're just increasing our volume that's it volume of deals um, or yeah just volume of uh mail which will mail which will have a direct effect on the deals that we do but we've been um to our fault uh, we have been over selective on the transactions that we do for probably the last three years. And so we're gonna, we've, I, I would like to put some channels in place where we take a fantastic $15,000 profit deal and send it to somebody in our group. We're, we're trying to figure that out because right now we'll pass on that deal. We'll pass on it we'll, and we will just say, we just doesn't fit our acquisition criteria instead of sending it to somebody else. We're trying to do that. We haven't done that in the past because it ends up for whatever reason, and I, you know, I'm sure you can attest to this, it ends up coming back to us somehow 
with work that we have to do, <laughs> like selling a car to a, a friend. Yeah. You know, it's just for whatever, re- don't ever do that. For whatever reason, selling a car to a friend because you think you're doing something good for them is going to come back to you somehow in a negative way. Yeah. People are laughing on the other side of the camera right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. You've ever about sold that, a camera, or sold a camera, sold a car to your, to your friend, you know what I'm talking about because they're not your friend anymore. Because. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting though. I mean, yeah, that's so expanding the amount of deals that you guys are doing. Are you expanding the areas that you're going to? No. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because I've spent, we've sent millions and millions and millions of offers out. We've got about four specific areas that we work and uh, they've always been good to us. Okay. So a little bit about how Samantha and I send mail. Um, we don't work for specific areas. At a time, we do, um, but we find we we enjoy finding new areas to mail. Um, it's like one of our favorite things to do, and um, we stay. You know, I guess we stay in a region. Regionally, we stay in areas, but we move around quite a bit. Um, and it'd be something to look into if we should start to narrow down our area, because mm-hmm. um, it is nice to work in the same area when you have your resources in place. That's what it is. Yeah, that's really the, one of the reasons we have real estate agents, agents, there and, all and that. yeah, and title companies that you trust. I mean, we ran into a few title companies this year that I, uh, you know, can't stand. And when you're going into new areas like that, you have to find a new title company, and you don't know until you know um, yeah. that you picked the wrong title company. Sometimes, and you mail an area that you've mailed 15 times before, and a property comes back, and you could just know within seconds. In my case, because I've I've been there physically, I, I in, mo- in well at all the areas where we send mail, and I can just tell you, I I know it's going to work or it's not. It's on the right side of the highway. Or nope, on the left side. Yep, we're buying it. That that kind of stuff. So I'm not. It maybe some of it's lazy. I'm not sure, but we. I you know what it is. I know we will hit our target uh, financial goals if we, if I stick to it. That's what it is. Did you? Uh... Did you see the uh, mailer that came across your desk the other day? The one that... Samantha sent you a mailer yeah, on accident? Yeah, we got a couple of your letters. <laughs> yeah, Jill signed it and sent it back. But she oh, didn't she know did? That, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't... She wrote on there, just kidding. You know, it was uh, It was a property you had already sold. But it was just funny. Just, we got a signed purchase agreement from Jack and Jill. So that's nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know. That's how much Jill and I talk at work. I didn't even know she did that. Yeah. It was just funny. <laughs> Well, thanks, Carl. Great information, and I look forward to drinking with you tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, I, from what I understand, the girls open a bottle of wine on their oh, uh, darn. yeah on their podcast. Oh, so. We're stuck doing this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. We'll see you soon.